0: Before we begin today's episode, let's hear from this week's sponsor. Vive Funds is a commercial multifamily real estate firm trusted by physician investors, physician families, and busy entrepreneurs from all over the United States. Located in Dallas, Texas, and founded by Vina Jetty, Vive Funds specializes in curating conservative, passive real estate investment opportunities for investors. Vina brings a dynamic perspective to targeting, acquiring, managing, and operating investment assets using the best time-tested practices combined with cutting-edge technologies. If you're interested, reach out to Vina and her team at Vive Funds to find out how you can be a successful investor too by creating opportunities for you to build your portfolio. You can find them at drpodcastnetwork.com forward slash Vive That's spelled V I V E F U N D S. Again, that's doctorpodcastnetwork.com forward slash Vive Funds. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And each week we bring on guests who are experts in the four types of freedom that we emphasize. First is time, finances, location, as well as emotional freedom. And today we have a uh, very special guest, Dr. Yashoda Bhaskar, um, who has encompassed all of these types of freedoms. So we're going to get into a great conversation. And I'm going to bring up her bio. So Dr. Yashoda Baskar is a double board certified physician in internal medicine and lifestyle medicine. She graduated from medical school in India and moved to the US after she got married more than 30 years ago. She then completed her residency at Texas Tech University and subsequently worked as a hospitalist for 16 years in the Pacific Northwest. She then moved to Hawaii with her husband in 2018, taking up a job at a skilled nursing facility and then retired one year later and traveled through India for three months. So time, location, financial freedom. On her return, the COVID-19 pandemic broke out and she decided to go back to work to serve patients as a telehealth physician. She is currently doing a lot of great work. Uh, She's doing an ICF certified life transformational coach and certified money mindset coach. She helps women medical professionals who have unique struggles in medicine around burnout, sexism, and discrimination through her powerful coaching methods. Her philosophy is that financial freedom is key to developing control of one's professional and personal life, giving physicians choice to create a Work life balance that works. The tools she employs as a money coach bring clarity to the taboo conversation around money and take her clients from financially innocent to financially savvy so that they can feel free to design a life of their own choosing. She also happens to be a certified vipassana meditation teacher. In her meager spare time, she loves to read by the beach, go for long walks, and listen to. Motivating and empowering podcasts and audiobooks. She also enjoys yoga and Zumba. So, without much ado, Dr. Yashoda Bhaskar, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Dr. Lou. Thank you so much for inviting me and having me on your show. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: <laughs> it's a, uh, it's really a uh, wonderful. I know you had me on your podcast, and um, I see you. You know you've. You've done, uh, you retired early, you got financially independent, and now you're spreading the word and impacting people in different ways. So um, so tell us all about how you got started, your journey, and how you decided to branch out into doing the awesome work that you're doing today.
1: Oh, wonderful. Yeah, so um, a little bit more in, that's not in my bio, is that, you um, You know, I like I said, I went to medical school in India and I was very fortunate and lucky. And I guess I didn't realize then how lucky I was uh, that I got a full ride scholarship. So I literally paid nothing for my medical education. My parents had to pay for room and board Uh uh, in the dorm that I lived, but there was no there was no tuition. And, you know, looking back now, I'm just like, wow, like what a gift, right? To come out of that, especially when you, when I hear about my clients and the amount of student loans that they have, and that's such a big burden to even just get started, you know? Um, and so, yeah, so that was, that was a big part of, of my education. I didn't really learn about money, you know, kind of the same thing. I Most of us are really not taught much about money um, and, you know, it's kind of, blissful you know came here there was lots of moving parts and um when i was actually working as a hospitalist i was the primary breadwinner my husband actually stayed at home for a few years and took care of our children and, and circumstances dictated that and then he went back to work as an associate or uh, sorry adjunct professor so he wasn't really making a lot of money um and the one point of contention in our marriage was always around money. Like I was the spender, he was the saver. Right. And even like, to me, it felt sometimes it felt like it was too controlling, you know, and now I realize it's because he was just trying to make sure I wasn't being wasteful, but you know, as a typical gal, I love new, I love, you know, fun stuff like purses and clothes and jewelry. And, and I just, felt like every time I would make a purchase and bring it home, there would be sort of this raised eyebrows, like you already have so many clothes, you already have so many shoes, right? And, and I realized what happened over time is I just got tired of that nitpicking. And I sort of blocked it out, You know, I blocked money out of my my subconscious. And it's not that he was controlling me, it just like felt unpleasant, you know, so I kind of cut down my spending, and, and you know, go to work, come home, and, you know, I get my massages and my pedicures because those were things that I enjoy doing. I'd go to the gym. So nothing unreasonable or anything like that, you know. And we used to take some amazing vacations, lots of road trips with the kids. So I don't feel like we really missed out much. But what that actually ended up happening is we ended up saving a ton, right? <laughs> because if you don't spend and you make good money, and as a hospitalist, I was I was one of those people who was very happy with how much money I was making. You know, maxed out our 401ks and our IRAs and all of that. And we didn't know too much about investing in the beginning, but over time, and we have a friend who's a who's a chartered accountant, and she would like help us, you know, invest and stuff like that. So anyway, what happened was I started going through burnout at work, but I had no idea about how much money you need to like walk away from a job, not necessarily retire, but buy that freedom, right? I had no clue. I mean, absolutely no clue. It sounds crazy saying that now, but that really was me. And I was just like shut off from the whole money conversation, if you will. And so I just kept working, you know, feeling trapped, just feeling like there's no way out. Um, and then we actually went to a financial advisor in Seattle. And I remember Chris this so clearly, it was through my husband's work, you know, how they're like, oh, go, well, you get a complimentary session. So we <laughs> go there, this guy's got this fancy office, right? Like, it's beautiful. He's very nice. And he talks to us and he looks at all our money, you know, all our information and he looks at us and, and, I, and he says, so what do you want? You know, what do you want? Like, what is your retirement plan? And I said, I I sort of have jokingly, I said, oh, I'll retire today if I could, right? (laughs) And he literally looked at me and said, you can. And I burst out laughing because I thought he was joking, right? Like who, I must have been like maybe 48, 49, you know, something like that. Uh Nobody nobody has money to retire. And he's like, no, you guys have done really well. You've been smart. We weren't really smart. we were just saving a ton of money, you know? um and yes you can and I couldn't I couldn't believe him I walked out of there shocked you know I'm like how can I be such a smart human being and not know anything about money and this financial advice is telling me but I couldn't believe like in my soul I couldn't believe it you know so it took me three or four years to start and I was like determined I'm like I gotta learn about this money stuff you know this is crazy so I started reading about financial, you know, independence, the fire movement, Mr. Money Moustache, you name it, right? <laughs> I just like gorged on all those podcasts. And then my husband was ready and willing to turn over, like managing the finances to me. He's like, I've been asking you for years, right? So at some level, you know, we started having those conversations around money. I started paying off the credit card bills, you know, started helping him out. And, I, and finally, I realized this is true. I really, you know, we, we don't have, you know, millions and millions of dollars, but looking at how much we spend and looking at how much we'd saved and how we'd invested, I was able to plot it out and realize that, yes, you know, yes, we, are, we were at the point that we could retire. So, so that's what we did, right? At the end of the day, then we, I was like, I'm done. I can't practice medicine the way it is anymore, all the administrative hassles and uh yeah and then you know the rest of the story as you said we moved to hawaii and here we are (laughs) Mm -hmm. so sorry that was a little long-winded but i kind of wanted to give your audience you know some context of of how i arrived at this at this situation yeah Yeah.
0: that's that's a that's a wonderful story and uh so you're 48 49 you know you're able to um gain your freedom and your independence you know and so, uh, so tell me a little bit, so you, what are some of the uh, top things that people right now they're thinking about um, financial independence or early retirement, um, what can they start to do either um, you mentioned the savings rate and, um, or any books or podcasts to, you know, that they can um, start learning from?
1: Yeah, Absolutely. So, you know, Chris, one of the things for me is to keep it simple. I'm not a com, you know, even though I went into internal medicine, which I think is just the universe's way of laughing at me, uh, (laughs) I tend to keep things very simple. Even when I would explain things to my patients, I would be very careful to use layman terms and not use big medical terms. And I know that there is a lot of interest in side gigs and passive income through real estate and like this, all of this stuff going on, right? So what some of the things I would say is first and foremost, even the day you take out your first student loan, let's say to go to medical school. Right. Be very mindful of how much it I'm not against taking out loans like a lot of people couldn't get to where they where they are today. They if they didn't, you know, they weren't in debt. I think it's absolutely essential. And I'm I'm glad they have that opportunity to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. But you have to be really mindful because, you know, when you're going into medical school, the banks, they're more than happy to just give you as much money as you want, right? You're a good risk to them. So it's I think it behooves you to really start being careful about how much you're borrowing right there, even though the interest rates might seem low and this, you know, student loan forgiveness and all of this. At the end of the day, you're borrowing money. You're borrowing money in order for you to do something, in order for you to make more money, right? So the less you borrow, the, the sooner you can pay it off, The you know, the, the faster you're gonna be financially independent from that. Um, so that would be, you know, step number one. Step number two is really start becoming aware of money, you know, tracking your expenses, and it doesn't have to be fancy. Honestly, the way I do it is literally every night if we've we've gone to costco for example i mean now you know your credit card will give you right the the breakdown of your expenses but i just like to keep a little log you know and just jot down there we spent 150 dollars at costco yesterday i just write it down you know so all your expenses maybe not daily maybe once a week whatever works for you or there's tons of apps you and i know that right why nab and mint and whatever but i think tracking expenses is important because how else will you know where you're at right it's um it's like keeping a food journal you know um and then learn about like smart investing learn about 401ks iras it can seem somewhat complicated but it we're smart we're we're, we're doctors it just requires us to sit down and really you know figure things out right um and then, yeah, if you're really interested in how to be financially dependent, again, I want to be very clear. It doesn't mean you have to retire early, right? Some people have this, well, I don't really want to retire, which is fine. But if you gain financial independence, it just gives you more freedom and flexibility and sovereignty. And it's one less thing that your employer can hold over your head, right? Like it's it's powerful, you know? Um, and so, and then, yeah, podcast, I really like Mr. Money Moustache. I think it's very sort of like, here it is, cut and dried, bam, bam, bam. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, the book that I bought a copy for each of my sons was uh, The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins. Yes, it is boring. It is about investing in low-cost index funds. That's where all my money is. My money is with Vanguard, you know, it doesn't sound sexy at all. Uh, The thing is, you know, we didn't pull out in uh, 2007, 2008, right? But one is because I was totally ignorant and I wasn't even watching my money, to be honest with you, which turned out to be a good thing in the long (laughs) run, right? Because we just left the money in there. Um, But even today, like, you know, all my, and then, oh, and then making sure that you have, you know, an emergency fund, right? Three to six months is what's recommended. I think that's if you're working because we are not working, we actually have cash reserve for like two years because I know how much expense I need. And if the stock market crashes, I don't want to be selling my shares, you know? So my comfort level two years, I'm happy because I know like, you know, a house is paid off, a cars are paid off, I have no debt, you know? So, um, and, and enjoy your life. You know, the the thing is, people think you have to be frugal and crazy and, you know, make all these horrible sacrifices. and we start in a very good place being physicians, right? We make way more than average, what the average American makes. And so we really have more ability to enjoy our life, but also be, you know, smart about it. Yeah. So I could, I could see a lot more, but I'll stop there. <laughs>
0: you you mentioned so many uh great pearls so many great resources so um i'll be sure to include those in the uh, show notes and um i really like the idea of you know tracking you know daily tracking so uh yeah i have you know i track every day you know income and expenses and you know make sure it's within line so if you can't uh measure it you can't track it so exactly yeah so that's yeah And then now, uh, so and then, so what made you? You know, you were, you know, you're pretty much set for the, um, you know, your entire, your family and your husband, for your financially. And what made you decide to, um, you know, launch podcasts and go into coaching and get certification and you know help others? And and um, I, I think the audience needs to <laughs> you know it's not just it's not a retirement, it's not a end. <laughs> It's, you know, it's, you know, it's always constantly evolving and you have to have your passions to keep you going. So,
1: yeah, well, my family calls me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my family definitely thinks I'm crazy. You know, Chris, I've actually given a lot of thought to this, right? And the reality of it is, I I don't know which came first, if it's just services in my DNA, or it was instilled in me as a child growing up and saying, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to help people but the thought of like sitting around doing nothing and not in some way being productive and helping others drives me crazy. I I don't even know what to do, you know, and what I realized is, especially with the money coaching, is that especially women, you know, a lot of us turn turn our power over. It's what I call the Prince Charming syndrome, right? Like even as growing up i mean i've heard these things where i've had friends who said oh my parents say just find a rich guy and get married right like don't worry about going to college or going to school or whatever or even in my case i was more than happy to turn it over i'm like oh my husband's taking care of everything i you know i shouldn't even think about it and thank god i could trust the man you know we've heard of horrible stories where you know divorces happen or somebody's bank account gets emptied by their spouse and they didn't even know it, or office managers ripping off physicians. Mm -hmm. I think as physicians, we tend to be fairly trusting, right? Because we we have that integrity, we have that moral compass that we hold ourselves to. So in a way, we believe that the rest of the world is like us. So, you know, so we can be victims of fraud and stuff. I've definitely heard a lot of stories like that from some of my clients. So the reason I really step back is because I really, really, really believe that, especially as women, you know, it's like cooking. This is what I tell people, right? My sons know how to cook. Now, are they great cooks? No. But in India, they would have been like, kick them out of the kitchen, right? The kitchen is the domain of the women. I really believe everybody should have basic skills, basic cooking skills, basic money management skills right? Basic skills of how, how much sleep do we need? What is healthy eating? You know, I call financial wellness the seventh pillar of lifestyle medicine, and we don't talk about it. So, and money, you know, money touches every aspect of our life, right? I think I've mentioned this before, but Maslow's hierarchy of needs, food, clothing, shelter. Well, for all the three things, you need money, right? <laughs> so I think it's, and, and we work so hard for it. Like, why would we give it away, squander it away, You know, I have clients who are like 68 years old and they're like, I don't even know if I can retire and Mm -hmm. they want to retire. They're like, I never thought I'd be working till the day I died, but I wasn't thinking about it or I wasn't paying attention to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's where my need to serve and come and, and just really create that awareness among people and say, please, you know, you work so hard for your money, take care of it. Take care of it because it's gonna help you in the long run, you know, when you really need it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that answered your question, but yeah, I can't sit around doing nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you uh you touched on the point where it's you know, once you've um you you're serving in a different way and you're serving in a greater capacity. So um, and you're using your um education and your your brand and your um Your trust and authority as a doctor to help other people. So, um, that's beautifully said. Thank you.
1: (laughs) You said it better than me, Chris. Thank you. (laughs) I should just hire you to be my spokesperson. How about
0: that? (laughs) Well, this was a wonderful conversation about financial freedom. And you know, you live in Hawaii and you're able to. Do what you want to do. You have so much um positive emotional energy. So um, if uh yeah, I know clients will wanna reach out to you, how will they be able to contact you um, and reach out to you?
1: Yeah. So they can go to my website. Um it's just my name, YashodaBaskarMD.com. I might change it down the road because it's it's a mouthful, but um it's uh, it's that's how they can reach me. You can they can book a call. I do, you know free discovery calls. I do offer a number of different services. So I offer the Money Coaching itself, which is a 12 week program where we really look at money behaviors, money mindset, you know, how did people come, you know, I'm the whole diagnostic and then treat, right? So we first make the diagnosis of how and why people got to where they are around money. And then we create a treatment plan on how to improve it, if you will. Um, So do that one-on-one. And I also do with them as group coaching. I call them money healing circles because really there has to be a lot of healing. There's a lot of trauma sometimes in people Mm -hmm. around that. And the the groups, I think I'm going to be only offering like three times a year. So there's actually a wait list that people can join. Mm -hmm. Um, I also offer general life coaching around burnout, work-life balance, career transition, retirement, all of that, because I am an ICF certified coach and I'm I have more than 170 hours of coaching. So I've just applied for my ACC certification as well. So, and I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, all under Yashoda Bhaskar. So I'm easy to find.
0: <laughs> that's that's so that's so awesome. So we'll be able to, for the listeners, we'll put all the um, uh, resources and show notes in the links. So um, so Yashoda.com. Dr. Beskar, uh, any parting final words for the audience before we uh, call it a day?
1: Yeah, um, there is a freebie on my website that I um, that I encourage people to take. It's kind of like a, a diagnostic tool. It's called the Money Archetype Quiz. Um, mm-hmm. It's a free quiz and they get the results and it'll actually tell them, you know, it'll give them the results of what it means and then they can book a call. Um, but in terms of really, you know, the nitty gritty is, start early you know you don't want to get to your late 50s or 60s and realize that you haven't paid money, you know attention to money because of the power of compounding right and the power of letting money grow for, grow for you rather than you working for money you want your money to work for you so the sooner you get started, the better. And there's lots of resources like you, Dr. Chris, you know, and me. Um, and we're more than happy to help. And thank you so much for having, having me on your show. I really enjoyed it.
0: No, It was a Bye. great conversation. And we'll be sure to have you back for future episodes.
1: I would love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh
0: huh. Take care.
1: Take care. Bye.
0: What a great show. Before we end, just a quick reminder about our sponsor, Vive Funds. That's spelled V I V E. Vive Funds provides unique passive multifamily investment opportunities that they vet and bring to you as an investor. Reach out to Vina Jetty to see how partnering with Vive can help you reach your real estate investment goals at doctorpodcastnetwork.com forward slash Vive Funds. Again. Vive is spelled V-I-V-E. Well, I hope you enjoyed that show and we'll see you next week. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website www.drchrisluemdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.